the concerto is in two movements and the first movement is called soft night which uh is a line from a poem by charles baudelaire called recoignement which means in french it's french for meditation and um I wrote an opera uh, based on the or a chamber opera, a small kind of very austere, minimal chamber opera based on poetry of Charles Baudelaire, and I called it Recoignement. And the sort of central uh, kind of theme in the in the in the work was this idea of sort of self communion and meditation. And I, I set stanzas from this poem that he wrote, Recoignement. And so the first movement takes some music from that chamber opera, a little kernel of material, and sort of uh, goes in a. In a, in a completely different direction for it, probably a direction that I had in my head when I was writing the chamber opera, and it wasn't that that wasn't the way for the chamber opera to go. But but this concerto was sort of an opportunity for me to to go out there, and because of course the the whole kind of context for this piano concerto is that ICO's Haydn in Paris program, I was thinking of of of, of Paris. But Baudelaire was of course a Parisian poet, and, and I spent some time in Paris on a residency in the cultural center there. That's actually where I started the chamber opera. And I walked loads when I was there. I walked all over Paris and I, I just, the, the kind of, this, this material, which is very, I suppose, ambulatory material, um, these sweeping kind of arpeggios up the piano, that was very much in, in, in I don't know, it was all sort of, uh, all caught up in that, in that experience of, of Paris for me. Then also there's the, there's the music, um, the, the, the Haydn, these Haydn Paris symphonies and, and this, this amazing uh, symphony in G minor which ICL will play before my concerto, which um, has these very this very eccentric moment of stasis in the first movement where the the um, the uh, upper strings just state this this little minor third thing, just repeated quavers for for three bars, and it's really strange because it makes no sense. It's not it's not in the classical idiom at all. It's really really strange, and. I had a conversation with, with Gabor Takashnaz, the conductor, about this, and he said that uh, he was told that it, it was a sort of a um, a little uh, kind of inside joke, a composer's inside joke, that that the, these these three bars were like this hesitation, where Haydn didn't really know where to go next, and that really just struck me as so beautiful and so so charming because composition is really all about kind of finding your way and, and swimming in this kind of darkness and not really know, not really, not really knowing where you're going next. I just thought it was so lovely to put that in the music. And so that found its way into the first movement as well and of, of my concerto, um, where I was really just trying to trying to find my way, uh, trying to, to, to work totally in a very tactile way with the material um, and just listen to what was the next move, listen to, to, to where the, where the, 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 uh, the material wanted to go um, and so the, these little uh, this sort of repetitive figure actually sort of kind of crops a sort of a shadow of this repetitive figure crops up in that in that uh, in that movement as well and then the second movement is 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 called Alap which comes from uh, the, the, the title is referenced in North Indian classical music to the opening section of a raga which is usually very slow um, and dealing with very small amounts of material, maybe two or three notes, a little phrase that then gets expanded. But it's a sort of a process of addition that, that's very, very gradual. And I just really love that that um, that sense of unfolding and playing with something with a, a, a almost childlike concentration and, and looking at it from this angle and that angle and changing it just a little bit and just moving forward with it. Um, and I suppose that, I mean, that's kind of a constant thing in my music, really. But um, but so the whole the whole concerto is really about um, it's a it's a real celebration of, of Michael McHale um, and the ICO who play with just the most amazing joy 
uh, they play they're an orchestra but they play like a chamber group really they play like a string quartet um, and and but I mean I've worked with Michael a lot I've written a lot of music for well f- a fair bit of music for him now at this stage um, and he has this just gorgeous sense of touch um, beautiful beautiful tone and this way of just coloring he's uh, he's a, he, it's really extraordinary um, and and I mean color was very very important for me with this work the idea of just just um, the piano and the the chamber orchestra it's just such a marvelous orchestration this this it's kaleidoscopic um the the potential for for balancing colors and just and and weighting certain things i mean it can become uh it can become almost like this piece of 19th century chamber music uh, kind of a, like a salon piece at one moment and then at, in the next moment you can have these sweeping uh tutti sections um this real sense of shading light and dark which i really adore and is this a string orchestra or do you have winds as well? The first movement has winds, um, uh, uh, just like the Haydn Symphony, so uh, seven winds. And then the second movement is just piano and strings. So uh, I guess for me it was on a sort of a spectrum. There's this kind of full orchestra with, with the winds and the strings. And then there's uh, a sort of an almost, an, uh, the, the strings and piano. And then a sort of another alternative universe that the, that the, the piece lives in, where it's just piano and a sort of a, a string quintet, solo strings and then solo piano by itself. So all of these different kind of gradations. And I'm very sad, I mean, I'm very satisfied working with these colors. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's just, it's such a, a thrilling kind of process. It, it really strikes me that this is something that you've really, really enjoyed writing. De- definitely, I've enjoyed it enormously. Um, I mean, piano is my instrument. It's, uh, I mean, my first training was as a, a chorister in, in St. Patrick's Cathedral, but during that time, I, it was compulsory, in fact, to learn piano. Um, and I was, I had a, a wonderful teacher, Barbara Dagg. Um, uh, and my whole kind of like, my whole first associations with like really, really, really enjoying composing, like having that kind of ecstatic feeling of excitement around it, that's all around the piano for me. Um, I remember my, my parents, because we had, to, they had to, they had to get us a, a piano because I had to learn it. And they got this piano secondhand and I bashed the hell out of it. Uh, improvising wildly on it, I used to I used to put on a pair of gloves and just thump it, um, and 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 then as I as I got more and more kind of serious about composing, I I, I treated it with a little bit more care, and that sense of joy, you know, that joy in in music, yeah. that's is that that's presumably something that's very important across all your music and all your approaches. Yeah, absolutely. Which is may, possibly maybe a, a little bit um, counterintuitive because my music very often tends to be very slow and introspective and sort of minor key. I mean, that's the reason why I, I compose, because I, I take just incredible joy in uh, in doing it. Um, Is it a, ever a struggle for you? Oh, it's constant struggle. It's totally, I mean, it's the hardest thing to do. I, I mean, it's it's never easy. I've it's I've never, ever, ever found it easy. It's, it's totally a struggle and it's just full of self doubt and and sometimes self-loathing quite a lot of that too and uh, no I find it extremely difficult but I, I have to say at the same time I've, I've never been more excited about doing it as a career I I just I've never taken more joy in it actually just to explore this idea very briefly about the the concerto form I mean obviously you know you mentioned Mozart and traditionally, the concerto form, it's often been the vehicle for conflict, you know, and, and tension and drama. Is that something that you were aware of when you were composing this or, or, or is that approach that you've taken 
sort of different or somewhat the opposite of the, of that traditional 19th century type approach to writing uh, concertos? Yeah, it's a really good question and, and a question that you sort of can't avo- can't avoid thinking about when you when you when you at least when you call a piece concerto. I mean, there are plenty of composers write pieces for a solo instrument on orchestra, but they don't call it a concerto. And I very consciously did call it concerto um, because I, I'm, I mean, historical kind of consciousness is something that's been a big part of my music, uh, certainly for the last while. I'm very conscious of being in a sort of a, uh, um, a tradition. And it's not a it's not a there is no sense of sort of being kind of a slave to that tradition or or there's no sense of respect. I guess no sense of responsibility to it other than to recognize it and I, I because I, I I mean I think it's a wonderful tradition so I wanted to be part of that um I never think of there being conflict in my music ever I I would almost go so far as to say I don't know how to do conflict uh for me the 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 attractions to to the kind of concerto form have to do with what I was talking about earlier with with uh color and 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 kind of shading and the part the um i mean I t- I, michael and i talked a lot about this when we started talking about doing the the work it's an amazing um vehicle for uh mediating between these worlds these uh, orchestral world an orchestral world and a and a chamber world and just the possibility for for shading and for 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 like if you want to think of it in in cinematic terms the possibility for like close ups and the big panoramic shots uh those are very exciting to me and that's what that's what drew me to to the to the form I had to kind of get, come, deal, deal with the whole uh, issue of virtuosity which is not something that i ever really uh in, kind of consciously get involved with i mean i don't consider myself a virtuosic composer at all i don't consider myself involved with virtuosity and it was something i had to really sort of face up to with this with this work especially if i'm going to call it concerto um, and i actually did end up doing some things in it that that um that were a kind of a a new direction for me and I got involved with some some materials that I wouldn't usually get involved with um, and there are passages passages of it that I would consider virtuosic I don't know if anyone else would but I do